Welcome and welcome, my friends, to the SPACs Attack, where we have the best community in the world because we help each other out. Now, if you guys want to help SPACs Attack, definitely let's start it off with a great like button. As today, we're going to be doing a great giveaway. Also going to be going into some of our best shows that we've done, guys. We're going to be looking at shows like the top SPACs under $10. We're going to be looking at some of the long-term picks that we made last week. And we're also going to be reviewing some of the best picks out and the best movers today. And of course, like always, we're going to have my man, Chris Ketchy, the brains of this show with, of course, the headlines to bring him in. Um, so how you doing, Chris? I'm doing great. How about you, Mitch? Hey, looking forward to hearing some of those headlines. I know that a lot of people are starting to really, really start paying attention again to the SPAC game. And, and, and for those that hung around and, and hang through there in the downtimes, I want to definitely give you a shout out in the chat. I know that we have always our loyal viewers, like let's say uh, SPAC Broker, let's say uh, Rick House, Born Free. Uh, I see you, Nate. I see you, Sue. I saw, I saw the retweet, Sue. Appreciate yeah, Sue the out with the tweet thank already. You, Hey, that's, I see that's the blind like. trader and Chris. Yeah, lots of uh, usual faces out here. You, you know, Mitch, I, I heard a rumor about today's show. What did you hear? What did you hear? What's the rumor? I, I heard that today's show is a special anniversary show. Is that correct? That it is. That it is, Chris. At the end of the day, we need to go ahead and give thanks and, and, and it really, it's a thanks to you guys because Chris and I wouldn't be here still doing this show if it wasn't for you guys. So before I announce exactly what show number this is, I want to say that thank you, Chris, for being and joining me here on SPACs Attack. Because at the end of the day, Chris, uh, I wouldn't be here doing SPACs Attacks if it wasn't for you talking to me about SPACs and then us getting further and further and looking at the investment and then realizing why, why don't we do just an everyday show on this? So I wanted to give you a special shout out, Chris. Thank you. Thank you for joining me every single day on this show. Well, thank you. And, and same to you, Mitch. You're the one who, you know, laid the groundwork for the show, pushed me to do it. So guys, we started the show back in November. We've been going live Monday through Friday, you know, since then with exclusive interviews, the headlines, trade ideas. So, you know, for our community of loyal fans this week. So, uh, you know, for those of you who missed the show yesterday, we did announce we have a giveaway going on this week, Mitch. So I think we should probably start with that, right, and find out how exactly our viewers can be entered into a contest. I, I heard they're going to win, you know, up to $100 in Benzinga swag for first place, second, third, and fourth getting $25 in Benzinga swag. Again, you can pick out whatever you want from the Benzinga swag shop. If it was me, I, I would probably pick this uh, T-shirt here that says Spacks Attack. I mean, to, to each their own, Mitch. So tell, tell everyone a little bit about this uh, contest we got going on. All right, all right, guys. So to enter the contest, I'm putting the link in the chat right now. Let's go ahead and hit that link, guys. And so just to show you, I'm going to go through it with you guys. So if you hit the link, you're going to open up to here, and you'll be able to start working your way to enter. Of course, you got to go through the subscribes first. Definitely subscribe to Benzinga Clips. Subscribe to our main channel. But after that, you'll be able to do different uh, actions here. Follow Benzinga Twitter. Enter the secret code, which we will give at the end of the show today. And, and, and definitely, guys, you, you want the secret code because it gives you five extra entries. And if you do all the actions, 
you'll be able to get that 10 bonus entry for completing every action. And like always, like we're saying, guys, this is our 100th episode, really our giveaway. And that's why we're doing that $100 giveaway. And one of the things that we want to do, guys, is definitely continue supporting the SPAC community. So if you guys have a SPAC that you guys want us to do more coverage on, do some more research in depth, whatever it may be, let us know so that we can do it after the show hit us up on the comments below that's really where we see you guys and we see the questions after the show on what topics you guys want or what interview to do next all right guys so to get the benzinga swag and and really i mean you got to know what kind of swag there is available right because if you don't know the swag then how are you going to go ahead and get there right so let's take a look at the swag and, and see what we got here available here so just give me one second while I pull this up here. All right, Chris, let's go ahead up. And while I pull this up, can you go ahead and let everyone know about SPAC's attack, what we are and why we do our show? Yeah, guys. So again, we started in November, SPAC's attack, and the goal was to bring awareness, right? So we're going to talk about the SPAC news, the headlines, the deals that are announced, the rumors. We're going to share some trade ideas, right, based on our own opinions. Um, you know, SPACs trading under certain dollar levels, SPACs in certain sectors like sports betting. Um, and then we also have brought you exclusive interviews. So dating all the way back to November, you know, some of our earliest interviews, MP Materials, Finance of America, um, AvPoint. And, and we've been bringing you interviews, you know, every week since, of course, highly on last week. We had Lottery.com yesterday. So, you know, that that's what we're about, bringing you guys the information so you can do your own research, your own due diligence, and uh, hopefully pick some uh, good SPAC winners out there. So, um, you know, stick with SPACs Attack. And yeah, 100th episode today. Super excited. Super happy to be celebrating that with you all. And look at this cool merchandise. I mean, uh, again, those those SPACs Attack shirts and uh, mug looking looking pretty cool there, Mitch. Good Lord, and the mute button. I need to go ahead and get my SPACs attack sweaters, so I'm definitely going to be paying attention to this. Uh, I, you know, I have a shirt, but I think I need the sweater and, and maybe that mug. That mug looks pretty good. Yeah, I that like mug my coffee, for the morning. There you go. You know. <laughs> I, I, I got to start the day with a good coffee. If it, if it ain't coffee, I mean, come on. I mean, how do you get up in the morning, Chris? Uh, I, I use Mountain Dew. I could put that in my coffee mug, though. Hey, a little do, a little swag do in your cup. If you like the do, hit the like button. Let's go ahead. Let's get into our show today, guys. So without further ado, we need to get into the best part of the show. Really? Because why? Because it's probably the, the, the time of the show where you get the most value. These headlines that you're not getting from everywhere else. So take us back, Chris, to those headlines. All right, guys. So before we get into our 100th episode and taking a look back, we have today's headlines. So up first, we have SKLZ Skills Inc. Been one of the hottest SPACs um, of the last couple weeks. Target of short reports, been defended by ARK Invest. So the CEO of the company going on CNBC yesterday and uh, you know talking about the company. But one of the things that really stood out to me was the CEO saying that the NFL competition is launching in quarter two and they will release more details as soon as they can and that hundreds of developers have already signed up. 
So remember that the NFL owns a uh, equity stake in Skills. They're fully invested here, and they're going to launch a NFL game, right? So Skills is all about person-to-person wagering for mobile games, and to launch an NFL game, um, you know, with, with where you can wager against each other, I think will be a big catalyst here. So super excited to hear more information on that. We have VCVC, which is bringing re-automotive public. So they announced a strategic alliance with Hino Motors today, which is a subsidiary of Toyota. And they aim to develop prototypes by uh, 2022. Um, And then we have VACQ. So VACQ Rocket Labs, they announced that their next uh, launch window opens in mid-May. So keep an eye out on that. The last time that Rocket Lab had a launch, um, shares did see a price increase going forward um, and got some strong momentum, you know, as their name was out there. So keep an eye out. Then we have EQOS, Diginex Limited. They announced that they entered into strategic partnerships with trading firm Kronos Research and institutional liquidity provider Parallel. I want to keep SPFR on watch. This is a SPAC that I own. So the founder of Boom, um, a hypersonic company, he is going to brief Congress uh, about plans for the sustainable supersonic future today at 11 a.m. And Velo3D, which is going public with SPFR, is a partner of Boom. So if Boom sees some strong momentum um, you know, and some favorable comments from Congress, there's a chance that SPFR could also react favorably. Some... Um, uh, analyst uh, notes out there. We have DraftKings, DKNG, uh, Needham initiating coverage with a buy rating, a price target of $81. We'll dive into DraftKings later on in the show. It was one of my long-term picks, trading around $60 right now. So you have that price target of 81 I know Mitch has also talked about triple digits um, by the end of the year being a possibility. So keep an eye out on DraftKings here at the current levels. We have Rush Street Interactive, so need him initiating coverage on the stock with a buy rating and a price target of $22. Rush Street's been a favorite of both Mitch and I um, you know, for a long time. They do have entry in several states and a large iGaming presence. So keep an eye out on this one, starting to get some analyst love. And then Genie, right, the new ticker G-E-N-I, formerly D-M-Y-D, Genius Sports, Oppenheimer initiating with a $25 price target. Interesting that the the pricing model looks like it may not include the NFL deal revenues in there yet. So there is the potential for some more upside with some of these analyst upgrades if Genius comes out with new numbers um, based on that NFL exclusive deal. So keep an eye out on GENI. Our movers yesterday We had SEAH up 5% on that deal announcement with Supergroup. And and then a couple other notable uh, leaders on the day. We had CCIV up 16%, TDAC up 9%. Of course, we had the CEO on our show yesterday and SSPK up 8%. And then a couple dates to keep in mind. We have now MP Materials announcing they will report earnings on May 6th. And Skills announcing they will report earnings on May 4th. Um, So we'll add those to our earnings calendar. And then we have THCB reminding shareholders to vote for an extension and that more votes are needed to extend the timeline. I have not seen an update today yet on um, how that is progressing. 
And then we did have one small deal announced today, a bio deal, it looks like. So ticker BLUW. Um, so Blue Water Acquisition bringing Claris Therapeutics public in a SPAC deal valued at $379 million. Um, it will accelerate the commercialization of Jantenzo, which is a market-leading oral testosterone replacement therapy, and also fund the expansion of the company's pipeline of androgen and metabolic therapies for men and women. So again, a, a small bio SPAC deal this morning. Some of these SPAC deals have uh, typically ran. Um, this one so far not reacting. I'm seeing 1011 uh, up a penny today, but again, one deal today. And, and then we turn to our calendar. We have the STPK vote uh, happening today, so we should get an announcement on that one. And then as I said, earnings, we'll, we'll start to see some earnings for some of these former SPACs in early May. I see now on our calendar, we have SKLZ, MP, and LOTZ all reporting in the first 10 days of May. So that's what I got for headlines and that small deal announcement, uh, Mitch. Again, we, we didn't have any deals yesterday. Um, you know, typical merger Monday and just a small deal today. So, you know, uh, I really thought we'd see some some deals to start the week today, but it looks like that uh, super group one on Sunday is, is just the big one right now out there. All right, all right, guys. So definitely, definitely seeing out there a lot of love, a lot of love. Smash the like for the SPACs attack. Uh, 100 makes sense. The best SPAC show out there. Happy anniversary. Love the show. That's what we like to see, guys. That's what did we're I here just for. See a, did I just see a sticker out there? I'm you seeing saw a, a sticker. Stickers. I'm working my way there. I'm working my way there, man. <laughs> I went bottom up. You're going top down. Ignore yeah, me. Yeah, there's, there's a me. lot. There's a lot. Congrats, <laughs> oh, guys. Congrats. The SPAC is the a love. must. Definitely, definitely. Up, I'm up 12% on Hillion. You know it. You know it. That's uh, Chef Ramsey right there. <laughs> <laughs> Chef Ramsey joining us, joining us. You got to show us those TikToks, Chef Ramsey. Those, have you ever seen those Chef Ramsey TikToks? Those things are hilarious. That's hilarious. There's there's only a couple of TikToks that I'd watch. I, I, you got to see those if you haven't seen them. Um, but yeah, I got to keep going. You know the mute button, Mitch with the mute button. The good old-fashioned mute button. Every day. <laughs> can't miss out but definitely hey shout out we got our tips man hey the, what we like to do guys is at the end of the day is like chris and i have said if there's if there's no way that we're generating wealth for our families then chris and i wouldn't do this we would re we really just stop we'd maybe look at these specs uh, you know chris and i actually have a channel on our slack that talks about spac trading ideas and so probably chris and i would just be in that channel talking to each other about these specs versus talking to you guys so definitely wanted to give a shout out that's what we do it for guys we do it for you guys out there because if not chris and i would just we'll keep talking about specs but we probably would do it offline and and be on our ourselves um, but hey, wanted to give the shout out. Definitely, I see, I see the love. I see the love. Let's look at Helion. Of course, of course, our leader of the day right now. I have it at ten point four six percent. Looking great here after our show. Getting a lot of love. Lots and lots and love. Looks like Spac throwing the one dollar. One dollar. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> hey, we we'll appreciate take it. the love. We'll appreciate the love anywhere we can get it. Right. Um, but definitely, guys. So. Uh, you're seeing it up there, guys. And, and one of the things I'd point out in this chart 
is that we're starting to finally, finally, finally kind of get towards a trend line. If you draw it from this top line and start drawing it down, start drawing it down, look. Look how that matches up, guys. You see how that's starting to match up? So one of the things that we need to see is can we get some volume down here? Because when it gets up back towards 16, there's a lot of people that got caught on this pop and then got stuck maybe holding the bag here while it dropped down. Maybe a couple of them holding the bags as it approached 16. We need some big volume to push it through there. Same kind of thing we saw here. 68 million, and, and what happened? You got a big pop from it, right? And so let's look at if we get that big volume pop also here on uh, Helion here. All right, guys, so Arrival, Arrival also up on the day. We got GNOG, Ride. Uh, Clover making a big move today. Um, looking at FST as an interesting one, Chris, what is the potential here for FST? Yeah, so FST is uh, Fertitta Entertainment. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's the restaurant group from um, Fertitta. So to me, I, I don't love this one because it's more of your casual dining play. And, and to me, when we come out of the pandemic and restaurants, you know, see that immediate growth with full capacity, I, I still think the, the companies with the stronger to-go presence and delivery presence are, are going to benefit after the pandemic. But we'll see because this is one that, you know, I thought would trade closer to 10 and here we are at 1180. So the, the other one we don't have on that watch list, Mitch, but I think we need to add that's moving today is TDAC. Merging with Lottery.com, you heard it, Tony, the CEO on our show yesterday, and it is up there, looks like right behind uh, Hylion, up 3.6%, and this one was up about 9% yesterday, so so this one is starting to see some good momentum. What do you, what do you think, Mitch, uh, of that chart there? Always want to have a, a, a somewhere to risk, right? That's, you guys know me. I'm always a, a risk-averse trader here. And so one of the things that I noticed is, like I said yesterday, we have a support clearly drawn line there at 12. So you know what to go off of. You know, where could this one can stop? I'm not sure on the top, on the upside. I do think it could get back up there towards 17. But one thing I definitely notice is that, hey, as long as I can measure my risk, then I can at least set up a right risk to reward profile. And that's really what matters in a lot of these SPACs, guys, is setting up that risk to reward profile. And then that way you can go ahead and get the benefits of the probability in your profit to loss ratio. All right, guys, so let's go ahead and let's get into some of the best scenes of the year. And so one of the things that we wanted to do is kind of go over some of the shows that we've done uh, prior to this and, and some of the best shows that we've done for SPACs. I mean, at the end of the day, we've had some really, really great shows. And so one of the things that we wanted to do is kind of highlight those shows and, and show them a little bit here. And so first things first, I mean, we could go into kind of our, our long-term SPACs that we, we picked um, last week, but let's, let's go a little bit further first, I think, um, a little bit more in depth, and then we can touch those at the end if we got some time. I think the first one up that we should pay attention to, and I think Chris would probably agree to, was our best show of the year. Um, well, our best show ever, really. Um, our best show ever was our top 10 SPACs under 11 and this was actually done on december 30th guys so if you guys don't remember december 30th was when this show was played um if you guys want to find it we can put the link here in the chat that christmas, that christmas tree 
Hey, you see the Christmas tree? Man, I'm not going to lie. I miss Christmas already. I said it. I said it early in the month. I was like, can it just be Christmas already? I need my tree, man. And one thing I'm going to suffer with this year is I don't know if I'll have the tree behind me. You know, it's usually I was in the living room and now I got the office. So uh, I don't know. I might have to buy two trees this year. You're so. going to have to. <laughs> support, support the Mitch's Christmas tree already starting the fun. <laughs> going to have to open up a, 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 a uh, uh, what, do you, what do you call those? Uh, a GoFundMe for my Christmas tree. <laughs> so let's go ahead and let's roll in here, guys. Um, there might be a little echo. Yeah, yeah, th that's the echo. That's that's because of me, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll fix that right now. But I'm gonna play the video here, guys, so you guys can hear me talk about some of my picks that I was looking forward in this video here. I'm not as good as Chris, but I I'll do my best for you guys. But like always, guys, smash the like. We got a whole bunch of people joining us now. We got over 581 people on YouTube. So definitely hit the like below, hit the subscribe. If you haven't heard, guys, we got a giveaway today. So scroll on up or look in the description for the link for the giveaway and let's get to it. All right. So uh, so some of the stocks that I've been looking at, you know, as you guys know, I'm a big sports fan. So let let's go ahead and let's get into this first one. This first one I like is SEAH. You know, the, the chairman and CFO, Eric uh, Grubman, you know, one of the things about him is that he's the ex. Uh, he, he has roles in the NFL. Uh, he's had roles as the EVP of the business operation. And he also has a, a CEO of John Collins, which mostly served as the CEO of On Location Experiences. And before that was a COO of the National Hockey League and the CEO of the Cleveland Browns NFL team. So to me, a, a sports spec that is in here and plans to get the sports entertainment sector as well as technology and services that are associated with these verticals. So you're thinking stuff like, you know, media, ticketing, payment processing, entertainment, travel, gaming, loyalty programs, things like that. You know, I think, you know, of course, you know, the, the, the time for sports uh, kind of did dip with the COVID times. And I'm going to go ahead and pull up the chart here so you guys can see the chart. Um, and one of the things that I'm going to be looking at this one is really just the board. To me, the board is what really gets me interested in this one, having connections with the NFL, having connections in multiple sports. I think in the long run, you know, you're going to see a good acquisition come from this um i don't know what they're going to really get into um i'm going to be looking at this one uh, i've been trying to get in this one near near ten dollars uh, the other day i was trying to get it near this 10 10 but as you can see we, we've gotten a couple spikes on this chart so i'm kind of eager on to what's going to happen with this one so that's s-e-a-h let me go ahead and put up the ticker here a little harder to control when i'm doing everything here but let, let's keep it rolling here let's go into another one um so another one that i'm going to be looking at guys is is one that i'm really interested in and one that i've done a little bit more research on and that's spnv uh so spnv uh we're, we're talking about supernova partners acquisition the team that plans to partner with an advantage growth company that benefits uh, thermomatic shifts in tech-enabled trends. And so one of the things that you can see is that they're going to go into a big addressable market, you know, a well-defined vision with a competitive scale and, and, and a team that has success before. Um, you know, SPNV is formed by Spencer Raskoff, you know, not, not Spencer Israel from Pre-Market Prep Guys, but Spencer Raskoff, you know, th this was the, the co-founder of Zillow Groups and also had connections with Hotwire. Um, you know, I, he, ser he served as the CEO for Zillow for over 10 years and really led that company up. And, and so one of the things that I'm seeing in this one is that there's a lot of connections um, and success in this company. Um, so where are they going to go ahead and get into? It, to me, it's going to be something in technology. And, and I think, you know, in this era of kind of where we look to invest, uh, you're definitely looking for some tech names. So to me, SPMV is definitely going to be one that I'm going to be looking at, guys. Um, let's go ahead and try to pull up this chart here. So one of the things that you're seeing is this one has already gapped up a little bit. So let me put up the chart here. So you see this gap up from from kind of this $11 and, and now it's hanging out there. You know, I'm going to be keeping an eye on this one. You know, I think, you know, eventually you, you get the acquisition to come out and, and this one could be one to keep going. You know, I'll definitely keep this one on watch. All right, let's go ahead and let's get into another one here. I, I got my next one here. This is going to be S uh, G S A H. 
So when we're talking about GSAH, we're talking about potential rumors here. Um, this is one that we talked about a little bit earlier. Um, there's two things that there's two kind of SPACs that have been rumored to have been targeting uh, or potentially targeting eToro. Um, you know, eToro is engaged in talks with Goldman Sachs right now. Um, and then if you look at GSAH, that's GS Acquisition Holding Corps too. Um, and then you could also look at the one that Chris mentioned right now, which was BTAQ. Um, so both of those ha have some kind of touching in this one. Um, where is it going to go or, or what kind of rumor is going to come out of this one? Uh, my biggest thing is just to get as close to $10. You know, I actually was in this one before. Four. Um, full disclosure, I'm not in it anymore, guys. But if we pull up this chart, you know, when this one was going up here in this 13, I kind of got it down here uh, near this kind of 10, 50 area. And I was thinking it was going to come right back up. You know, like you saw this gap down and I was like, all right, well, it'll just come, come and fill this area. But that's not what happened. It actually started coming back down towards this $10 level. And I got scared out, guys. Uh, you, you know, it, it's going to happen sometimes. You, you get scared out of positions. And, and that's what happened here. But really, if I if I go back and look at it, I mean, that, that might have been a, a really great time to add. Um, if, I, if I look at this chart, you know, it got down to a low of 989s. And I was kind of worried there and I kind of got rid of it. But I'm looking to get back in because I'm starting to see some kind of bottoming action there and getting some volumes finally starting to pick back up. And if this one can finally get a target, it, it could start making a move. All right, guys. So definitely want to give some shout outs in the chat here. If you're new to the show, say hello to the chat. I know we've been seeing a lot of people talking, a lot of people jumping in with us. Uh, we got Jeannie, Scott, Sarah. What's going on? Jackie, Snack Crackle Pop in the house. I'm not too big on, on if they get this target, but I have a feeling they might change targets. And so this one's all about the rumors of, of DirecTV. Um, so CCIV and AT&T may be about to spin off that DirecTV. And if, and if this one gets it, you know, we're going to have to really worry about the evaluation of, of DirecTV. Um, so let's go ahead and take a look at the chart here. Um, you're starting to push back up here. You got this opening here, the 18th of September up to 1025. So I think, that, you know, now that we're back above this $10 level, it's all going to be about if we can go sideways and build some volume here. Um, you know, this one got down to 965 and you don't see that often. Um, I, I know I could, I could bring Chris in here. Uh, Chris, I, I, you don't see this move down towards the 960s too often, right? No, you know, especially for one this this large, you know, that that is, you know, down below 10, super attractive there, you know, with that low risk. Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, that's what that's what got me excited about this one. It wasn't really that I was watching this one per se, but more along, I saw it down here at the 970s, 980s, and I saw the volume start coming back in it. And that got me excited a little bit. You know, at the end of the day, what, what I'm looking to do is get as close to $10 as possible so that I can manage my risk underneath 10. And in this stock, you know, it might be a little bit too much risk if you had gotten it at 10 and it went down to that 960. But majority of the times we're seeing more of a hold closer towards 980s and 975s. Um, just to kind of talk about patterns that we're seeing here. So this is one that I'm going to keep on watch to see if they change the acquisition. Because if they get DirecTV, I'm not going to be as excited, but they do have the money to get a nice acquisition here. So I'll definitely keep an eye on this one. That's CCIV. And I got one more that I got from my man, Carl in the chat. Uh, I want to give a shout out. You know, this, this, you guys reach. All right, guys. All right. I'm going to pull that off and I need to talk at 1.5 speed now. So if you guys <laughs> think you can keep up with me, I'm going to go ahead and keep going through here. Two times speed, two times speed. Please speed me up. Let's go ahead. CCIV, baby. Lucid Motors. Let's go. Where's my Lucid Motors people? Let's go. You know, Mitch, I think that's the impressive part here is out of your picks, the, the majority of them have announced deals already uh, since. So an SEAH, yep. of course, getting that deal Sunday. CCIV, you know, ending up with Lucid. Um, what else did you have in there? SPNV, Supernova announcing a deal. It does, of course, trade under 10 now. I, I still think that's a good long-term <laughs> you know, one, but it just did not get, you know, the favorable reaction from the market, the online home buying, similar to Open Door. Um, and then GSAH, you know, no deal yet, the Goldman Sachs back, but, uh, you know, it's still a, a big one out there, you know, hopefully to land a big target. So, you know, that's what I would say about those picks, Mitch, is, you know, you, you got some winners in there. 
Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I didn't know that Lucid was going to be that stock, you know, that rumored stock that was going to take CCIV from that $10 price point where I was talking about it towards $60, guys. But I mean, at that point, at that point, all I would think about was that I didn't think DirecTV made sense for this company. And I stated it in that video. I said, why would DirecTV make sense? I think what you're going to see is you're going to see a completely different company than DirecTV. And because of that, I thought the company was going to really get that rocket. And they had the money behind them to get a good acquisition. So that was another thing that I stated there. And it looks like, you know, it paid out there, but definitely seeing some uh, lucid bulls out there. So let's go ahead. And, and what about GSAH? Yeah, we're still waiting on that one. We're still waiting what a, on that What one. about GSAH? Exactly. I, I agree with you, Nate. I, I agree. I I own shares of GSAH and I, I'm ready to get a deal announcement. So Goldman Sachs, where are you at? Looks like looks like I was on speed towards my <laughs> 1.5. <laughs> I like the or comment about uh, Luke's Luke's drinks and how maybe yeah, you yeah, got yeah. into Luke's I, I drinks. I snuck into some energy drinks. That was my that was my favorite one. So in the aux <laughs> the auctioneer comment too. Bang so you, energy, baby. You, Bang you energy. Guys, you guys in the chat are amazing. So love it. Hey, enjoying it, enjoying it. We, we, we got to get through the video. One of the things I don't want to do for you guys is just play a long video and just keep you guys bored here. So I'm going to try to put it fast here. Um, let's go ahead and let's, let's, let's look into some of the Chris's picks. Oh, no. I show. get to hear myself on speed now. Oh, yeah. You get to hear yourself here in full on 1.5 chipmunk mode. So All right, guys. Here we go. Let's go ahead and let's cue this up here and see what we get on the screen now. BAC. So this is Red Ball acquisition. Um, no surprise if you've tuned into the show before. This has been a favorite of mine. So this SPAC uh, from Billy Bean, the guy from Moneyball. Uh, this has been linked to Fenway Sports Group. That's really the only uh, rumored target. So Fenway Sports Group is the owner of the Boston Red Sox in Major League Baseball and Liverpool Football Club of the English Premier League. They also have a uh, NASCAR team. So Fenway bought the Red Sox in 2002. Um, the team's won four World Series titles since that time. Uh, Liverpool, we saw win the English Premier League, uh, you know, last year, and they also won the Champions League the year before that. Um, and then Fenway Sports Group owns 80% of the New England Sports Network, which is a regional sports channel that airs those Red Sox games. So that's important because we saw Madison Square Group, um, which owns the Rangers, the Knicks. They actually spun off. Um, their media asset into Madison Square um, Media. So, you know, media rights are so important now, um, and that could be a catalyst down the road, you know, for that company. Uh, Forbes ranks Boston Red Sox as the third most valuable baseball team, $3.3 billion valuation. Liverpool ranked eighth as the most valuable soccer club in the world with a $2.2 billion valuation. Um, you know, so MLB teams have uh, risen in value four times over the last 10 years. Uh, you know, and then we also see new media rights for baseball with Fox. And the EPL is also working on some, which will increase the value of those teams going forward. Um, there aren't a lot of publicly traded sports teams. So I like this one because I think built-in loyal fan bases for the Red Sox and for Liverpool, along with not a lot of publicly traded sports teams, this could be an attractive one for investors. Um, so if that deal is announced, I think this one goes higher. It's one of my favorites going into 2021. Now, up next, we have FCAC. So this is Falcon Capital. It's targeting media and consumer tech. So we talked recently about Spinning Eagle, which is the new SPAC from the team that did DraftKings, Skills, and some other deals. Uh, I wrote an article about that, and it got a lot of page views. We got a lot of attention with that Spinning Eagle video that we did. So there's a lot of people interested in investing in the team behind the DraftKings and Skills mergers. So FCIC, the team here includes Jeff Saganski. He's one of the three people that were involved on those DraftKings and Skills deals. Um, so again, it's not the complete team that did DraftKings and Skills, but it is one of the board members. Um, so I'll take a bet here on someone with experience in the SPAC game uh, with Jeff Saganski. I think this one lands a good company uh, going forward. Uh, so that's pick number two. 
And then up next, we have SNPR. So this is Tortoise Acquisition 2. This is the same team that did Hillion, one of the top performers early on in 2020, um, with shares going over $50. Obviously, we talked yesterday about those shares you know, retreating now that that deal has been closed. But it was at the time one of the top SPACs of the year. Um, it was one of my best trades. Um, I do still own a small position in uh, Hillion, H-Y-L-N. Um, but I like the team here again to find a target in sustainability or the electric vehicle field. I think the history of that deal and the attention it got could make uh, Tortoise Acquisition 2 an attractive uh, team for a target company. Um, so again, betting on that management team. And then up next, a small one, not a lot of coverage out there. This is LFTR. Um, it's a newer one to my eyes. This is Left Terrace Acquisition, targeting fintech. So given the recent rumors of you know companies like SoFi, eToro, and other names, I think fintech is going to be a big story in 2021. Um, not that they will land you know SoFi or eToro, but I do like the management team here. You have the former CEO and director of E-Trade, and you have the former chief operating officer of Coinbase and the former chief operating officer of TD Ameritrade. So again, E-Trade, Coinbase, TD Ameritrade, targeting that same fintech space um, with experience. So that is another one I like to land a good target. And then my last pick um, of the five, this is one I teased on Twitter. Um, so some of you may be waiting for it. This was my new purchase yesterday, trading close to $10. Um, it is BTAQ. So this is Burgundy Technology. Uh, the company did a $300 million offering. Management includes Leo Apothecar. He's the, chair, uh, the chairman and co-CEO. He is the former CEO of HP and SAP. Uh, he spent 20 plus years at SAP where he helped transform the company. All right, all right, guys. As you guys heard some of those picks being mentioned there, let's go ahead and review some of those. So, Chris, go ahead. I'll let you go first since these were yours. Yeah, you know, so again, I, I nailed some of these companies getting deal announcements. Unfortunately, most of them have been duds, uh, you know, as far as market performance. FCAC getting the share care deal. Um, what was the other one that got a deal? Um, and then RBAC, you know, dropping out of bidding for the Red Sox. Um, so that one has fallen down to $10. But I still think that's a great sports back out there. LFTR, we've talked about on several crypto shows. Um, you know, I, I do own a position in LFTR and I, I like the management team. And same with uh, BTAQ. BTAQ, I, I still really love. I think they get one of those Israeli um, high tech companies, um, you know, there's been several that have gone public via SPAC. So, you know, most of these picks I, I am still long in. Um, you, you guys in the chat with this speed, it's, it's, it's amazing. Shout out to our fans again, 100th episode. Hopefully you all have smashed the like. I wish you guys could all smash the like 1.5 times, uh, you know, in reference to our playback. But unfortunately, you can only do it once. So I sound normal again. That's right, Brian. This, this guys, is, guys, let's help out Brian. Let's help out Brian. <laughs> this is Poor live Brian. right now. So we're live right now. But when we play back these videos, we're at 1.5x speed to get through. And, and shout out to you guys for for loving this uh, video. <laughs> Enjoying it, enjoying it. Brian saying he had to slow us down to 0.75 just to hear Chris talk normal. We didn't want normal, Brian. That's what it was. We didn't want normal, man. Normal's kind of boring. So we, we, we wanted to put it in 1.5 and get you guys the value and show you guys also that at the end of the day, if you stick with us for the long run, you're definitely going to get the value information here. Now, it's always going to be up to you to make your own investment decision, but the biggest thing I think that is important is getting the names being mentioned, getting that place so that you can do your own in-depth research and then take your investment decision. Like, let's say 
for instance, um, a, a stock like even even I'm I'm still holding the bag, guys. It, it happens, guys. SPNV. I still got I still got it, still got it, guys. I'm really close to getting into the green, but I still got it. And I'm holding on, and, and that's how it goes, guys. Not every pick is gonna be a let's say a hundred or or five hundred percent winner. But one of the things that you can do is get the information that you guys need on our show, and that's really what's important. All right, guys. So wanted to give a shout out definitely to everyone in the chat. Looks like everybody's having fun. Um, uh, this is what it's all about. This is what we wanted to do today, guys. We wanted to give some fun, have some, have a good time. Um, so let's take a look here at uh, another show that we just recently started talking about and how some of these uh, plays are already moving here. So let's go ahead and let's get into the next clip here. Next one up. This one's going to be short, guys. I, I promise. I promise. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep it short. And, 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 and if you... And if you guys want it on 2.0, let me know in the chat because if you guys want to hear the super, super speed up, let me know. I can make it go faster. Boom, boom, boom. Like, like, like. SPN, SNPR is a winner, John says. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely keep an eye on it. So, Sam, you're here. You're here. I'm glad that you're here, man. We need you all. We need everybody in here. I, I'm telling you, I feel like some of you guys are, are my friends here in the chat. So I, I enjoy For sure, it. for sure. Let's go ahead and let's get into the next clip here. Morning was on top of my list. Why? Because I relate NGA and ARVL arrival very closely. And I think these are winners here, guys. Why? Because I think they're really focused on what needs to get focused, which is kind of more of a platform approach. And I think that's really what you get out of NGA and arrival to talk about something that they both are kind of doing. Look at this trend line, guys. And then you guys can start telling me that maybe we're starting to meet that bottom, you know? And so today we're up about already over like, you know, 15%. But to me, really, we've been pulling back to this support that I could clearly see and drawn here at the 14. And so one of the things is we've dipped below it, but now we're starting to get strong right above it. And so that's what I want to see, guys. Can we get strong in 16 and 18? Because NGA, you know, they got a lot of stuff working for them, whether it be kind of a bus, whether it be kind of some deals with Amazon, whether it can be some trash deals, you know, the waste management. There's different, different, different areas here. And it's not just one way that they can make their money. I think that's one of the most important things. We did an interview with Mark. I don't know if you guys caught it. So definitely check out that interview. And we can go a little bit further. But really, the vision is for 2024. So that's kind of the year that I'm going to say you'll see NGA. And I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to say that you'll see NGA past that high. Past that high you, hear on, you see on the chart here. So past 35.25. And I'm going to go out on the limb so far and saying that in 2024, I'm going to think NGA is above 50, $50 guys. That's where I'm going to go and put my price target. It's for 2024, but why? Because by then they'll have 20,000 sales, 50% vehicle cost reduction. So that means they're working on their platform, reducing their costs, which helps their margin, their bottom line. And then that annual revenue really starting to come in as the demand finally meets all the supply that is out there. Okay guys. So the next one up arrival. Well, why would I like arrival guys? Um, let me make sure I put the ticker in the corner. Cause if not, someone's going to tell me you did it. Put the ticker, Mitch, you did it. Put the ticker. I, I understand that. So first one was NGA. I'll just put it really quickly. Second one here is going to be ARVL, which is arrival guys just recently changed over. And when was that? When was that change over Chris? I think it was like last week or two weeks ago. Yeah. Two weeks ago, I think is, is when we changed to me, you know, arrival is killing it in the social game. I don't know if you've seen these, these posts by them, Chris, but they really explained to me why arrival is a good pick. It's not even only like, let's say the investor presentation, all this, they do great explanation in their little clips here. Like let's say right here, the height of the arrival van and how that can be a competitive advantage. If you look back, I mean, there's so many videos that explain more and more 
who Arrival is and why they're going to be changing the world. You know, I think at the end of the day, I love their mi micro factory way, the materials that they use, sustainability. If you know their body, that you can actually recycle this body, the body, the material that the body's made out of, you can recycle that. I think that was, <laughs> that just goes to show you how much they're thinking about sustainability and how they really want to stand out and impact the world. And I mean, you guys can do this research yourself by going through this and seeing the vehicle manufacturing process, but I think they really have the best platform to attack the international market, not only the United States market. You know, Arrival shows a lot in the UK, and I think that's where you're going to see the strength come out of. But I think that the US is going to adopt as you see kind of really this micro factory kind of strategy taking off. What do you think about that, Chris? Yeah, you know, I, I love that micro factory. I think that's a key differentiator for them to be able to get production really scaled up, you know, as quickly as possible. They're going to be able to do more with less space, right? So, you know, I, I think UK and US, they're going to be able to be a leader in both markets. Yep. And it's definitely going to be on my radar. And all right there, guys, as we went through there pretty quickly, pretty quickly but one of the things that i'd state is let, let's talk about those long-term picks and, and and really it's not necessarily to compare it now because like we mentioned this was a pick that we're looking towards the future but let's talk about also why did i like this company and and, and why maybe we're starting to see a reaction that we were looking for when we made this show um so let's go ahead and let me pull up these stocks now kind of show where they are and and kind of the moves that we've been seeing here um so definitely definitely um right off the top arrival one of my top gainers here let's take a look here and let's look at the daily chart really to see where we found the bottom see see if maybe with this is the bottom and the bottom's been put in so one of the things that i definitely state is that we did have this kind of support area and like kind of gapping area that we kept going down to and some people maybe thought this was the support then we went through that gap went to the next gap and then we went through even that further gap this gap right here and this is where it really started finding that support right underneath there. And so that's where I, I could see, okay, so we didn't get to this gap. And so, all right, so at least this kind of $13 area is going to be our support right now. At least long-term support right there near that 13 And so one of the things that I would state is from there is now we're running in towards the next resistance, which is up there closer towards that $20, which was this support right here, guys, at $19.75 to $20. And so what I wanna see, guys, is I wanna see it really get back above this trend line. So if we draw a trend line from here where it cracked, you know, it cracked right there, and then it actually went below kind of this support here, which it was stuck in this pattern for a while. Now let's see it get back above that 25 and then get across this trend line. And so that's going to be through the 22s, up through the 24s, getting up there to the 25s with some big volume. That's what I want to see here for arrival. But I think, you know, this is definitely one that I'm, I'm still sticking with it, guys, long term. I think this is one that I definitely like, not only just because of the way their they're, they're, uh, kind of their EVs work, but also how they're built. Um, we've talked about it plenty of times, the micro factories, the micro factories. I think this is a great way to manufacture these kind of electric vehicles. Um, next one up I would talk about is just RSI. I mean, we, we, we talked about this one plenty of times, but today it even looked interesting to me today. You know, today we got a buy rating of $22. Um, so I'm going to keep an eye out on this 14 pullback. That's what I'm going to really be watching because if we look back here, we're going to be seeing this kind of support action from the resistance here. So that's what I'm going to look to see if we can hold. When we pull back closer towards this 1350, can we hold that 1350 and get back above 14? I do like this one. I can tell you guys, I was even thinking about longing into this one today. So I, I don't have a position right now, but I'm definitely getting interested in RSI. 
All right, that's going to do it for my kind of long terms. We could look at some other ones. Of course, Genie's been doing really well. That's another one that I, I'm looking to see it continue because at the end of the day, if Genie can continue, that's a good sign for the overall SPAC environment. And so that's what I'm going to keep a watch out for. Uh, let me see what, what's going on in the chart. Looks like mud spiking. Uh, yeah, we can take a look at muds in a second. Any other one you want to take a look at, Chris, here? You know, no, man. Oh, I'm, I'm echoing. echoing. I got you. That's my fault, guys. Sorry about that. Are we good? Okay. So yeah, NGA good. was one of your long-term picks, and I went back. So that was uh, on April 21st was that long-term pick show, and at about noon, it, it was 1545. So even with the run-up on that day when you announced that as a long-term pick, we're, we're still up significantly from there. So, you know, your long-term picks already have been, have been some winners, Mitch. So, you know, good call-outs on, you know, the long-term story and, and the charts on uh, NGA, Arrival, Rush Street, Genius. Um, you know, they're, they're looking good. Yeah, one of the things that I'd say is that it's not that I'm, like, just – a genie myself guys but the the real key here is that i'm looking for revenue and where i can see the revenue coming in and which players i think are in the leading or, or maybe a little bit further progress than some other plays um like let's let's say like even like the charging stations i think they still got a a lot to figure out you know we, we keep hearing mentions of it from biden but also how is that really going to affect their business and who's going to be the leader and so when i looked at ev I, I didn't necessarily just think about let's say um consumer vehicles no i'm looking at even something a little bit bigger and that's why i looked at nga and arrival being more adopted earlier because they have the different classes and not just one class of vehicle that they're trying to create. What do you think about that, Chris? Yeah, definitely. I mean, there, there's lots of ways to play the, the EV market. There's cars, buses, vans, trucks, and then charging. You know, there's the thing behind the thing. So, um, you know, definitely lots of winners in, in a very, you know, uh, growth market going forward for EV. Looks like Jimmy Jimmy didn't like the 1.5. That's okay. That's it's okay. okay. It's okay. That's all right. You know, one of the things was, Jimmy, is that if we would have played it on 1.0, we'd probably be done with the show right now and wouldn't be able to talk about the plays. So that's what we wanted to do. But let's let's talk about something else here. Let's go into something from the chat. And that's what, what it's all about. We get a question here, right? Hey, Mitch and Chris, do you have any idea on these kind of plays? So let's take a look at them. I'll, I'll definitely make my comment about, you know, you guys probably already know out there how I feel about SFTW. But Chris, what about DCRB here and FTLC? Yeah, DCRB is Hyzon Motors, which this is interesting because it's a hydrogen play. Um, I saw this one in the chat a couple times during our Hylion interview, actually, saying how Hyzon Motors is going to have vehicles out quicker um, then Hylion. So, you know, interesting to see, um, you know, but again, that that's a company that's, you know, all in on hydrogen versus Hylion, who's, you know, doing electrification first, then full hydrogen. So, you know, interesting there. SFTW, um, I know you're a big fan of, and then FTOC is Payoneer. That's a fintech play. Um, there's a lot of fintechs going public via SPAC, you know, Payoneer, Money Lion. Um, and, and others. So I, I'm curious to see when these companies start reporting, you know, revenue as publicly traded companies. 
And also seeing, you know, who's got the the crypto play, who's got the, you know, the different plays that people want to see in fintech. So Payoneer is an interesting one. I do own a small position in FTOC. Um, so that's really, I guess, what I've got to say there. Hey, we got a big interview coming up in fintech, right, Chris? I think we do. I feel like we have like one of the top names in fintech and I... I, I don't know if I want to say the word that would give it away, but the, this person belongs in the, the SPAC Hall of Fame for doing, um, you know, a, a lot of SPAC deals. Let's yes, let's just yes, say that. Yes. We, we included her. We included her. Ooh. Giving, oh, giving there it was. Giving there secrets. it was. <laughs> All right. We got one more video. All right, guys. Yeah. Well, we could do Let's Let's go through that one more video. And also, before we get to that one more video, guys, I want to mention in the chat, guys, definitely, definitely check out our giveaway. Our giveaway is going on right now, guys. You guys can be taking care of that and having your chance to win $100 in swag. So definitely check that out, guys. Check it out. The Spax Attack giveaway. Wanted to show you guys. Yup, yup. Join in, join in, guys. We have. Let, let's see. Let's see how many entries we have now. Over 446 entries, guys. So definitely, there's three days left. We'll announce our winner actually on Friday's show. And and I guess I got a special thing for the for the winner. I, I, I might I might even help out and send send some nfts or something i i want to i want to help out our our top winner so definitely guys join in on this hit the like hit the hit that hit that link right there in the chat guys the gleam link and then that way you guys can enter the tournament all right so let's go ahead and let's get into our last video here uh this is going to be uh chris's picks here from the long-term show let me go ahead and get that lined up here there you go i got it lined up <laughs> might have to do a little bit fast reading on this one this one's a little bit longer so let me try to get into where he actually's on on the stocks here so there you go got it pulled up and media right so they acquired vsin which is a company a sports media company with live daily content for for sports betting fans they also just created a new chief media officer role and they hired someone from verizon that's worked with the nfl and the nba and then they also participated in funding rounds for uh meadowlark which is a media company um, founded by some former ESPN executives. And then they also funded Evaluate.Market, which is a data provider um, of NBA Top Shot uh, data. So, so they're pushing into other areas, right? They, they want to control data and content too. And I think that's important. The, the other thing is, remember when DraftKings went public, it was actually a, a merger of both DraftKings and SB Tech. So DraftKings previously worked with Cambi as, as their partner to um, power the back end. And they're switching over to SB Tech this year, which they own. So that's going to increase their margins, right? Make them more valuable. And also they can use SB Tech, you know, with, with some other companies and try to win deals away from Cambi. So DraftKings to me, you, you know, it, it's a good one for, for, again, right now, for next year and for five years out. Um, you know, anyone who says that, you know, SPACs are all losers. This is the easiest one to show them is to say DraftKings. So that would be my top pick. Then we have MP. So MP Materials, um, you know, no surprise here. I've been bullish on this one since, you know, last year. We had CEO James Latinsky on the show. And, you know, back when shares were $13, um, they ran, right? So MP, you, you know, had an impressive return, but now shares have came back down. We're under $30 here. Um, I, I like the entry point here because, again, you're not buying for this year. You're, you're buying for, you know, a couple of years out. So they completed phase one um, and stage two is going to be in 2022, stage three in 2025. And by the time they're all done, they're going to be able to make magnets themselves and sell directly to companies. So like electric vehicle companies, right? When Latinsky was on, he mentioned, you know, Tesla, GM, right? So right now they have to buy those magnets from, from China. So MP Materials is trying to restore the full rare earth supply chain to the US. We have the support of the government trying to wean off from China. So MP has support with that. 
And then also this is a company with real revenue, right? Because right now they're they're mining and producing and, and selling um, you know, to the suppliers in China. So fourth quarter revenue was 42.2 million, up 100% year over year. Full year revenue was 134 million, up 83%. And net income for last year was $21.2 million. So this is a company, again, real revenue and they're profitable and their costs are coming down and their realized prices for what they mine are going up. So they have lots of things working in their favor. And again, that, that timeline by 2025, you know, if they can stay on track for that, I, I think by 2025, this is going to be a big winner. But again, you have to be a little patient here because they're just now, you know, getting to stage two in, in that plan of attack. So keep an eye out on MP here. And then up next, I have Fisker, FSR. So I do own shares of Fisker. So, you know, and this one may get a little bit of heat, right? Because Fisker, um, so Henrik Fisker, he, he's designed cars before. He's worked with other car companies. And, you know, he's also had problems, right? There was Fisker before, um, you know, that didn't make it. They sold off their assets. And this is the second coming, right? Going public via SPAC. The, the difference for me here is that they're working with partners. So Fisker is going to control the, the marketing, the design of vehicles, right? And then they're going to let other companies produce the vehicles for them. So they partnered with Magna, who, who is one of the largest producers, uh, partners for vehicles around the world. And then they also announced a partnership with Foxconn, you know, a supplier to Apple um, on a second vehicle for 2023. So, you know, they have an exciting future. They have 15,000 reservations of the Fisker Ocean already, um, you know, and they're on track to start production of that electric SUV in the fourth quarter of this year. Morgan Stanley is out with a $40 price target and a $90 bull case on shares. So, you know, what could happen to Fisker here? I, I love it on the pullback year. And again, I do own shares. This one, you know, rocketed higher this year on that Foxconn deal on, you know, the, the bullish call from Morgan Stanley. And, and really, you know, not a lot has changed, right? They haven't delayed their timeline. They're, they're still on pace. So if you believed in it, you know, months ago, it, it, this is a great opportunity now to, to get this thing you know, right there down around the price we had, you know, when this thing completed the merger. So, um, you know, I, I like Fisker. And again, I think there's room for competition in the electric vehicle market. Um, and I think Fisker could be one of the winners. Then we have GNPK. So we've talked a lot about space stocks, right? And space SPACs. So I own several space uh, SPACs. But, you know, I'm starting to, to have a favorite. And that favorite is GNPK, which I don't currently own. This is a mini space infrastructure ETF all on its own. So with the global space market expected to hit $2 trillion by 2040, you know, you might need some exposure to space in your portfolio. And, and rather than betting, you know, on just, you know, one company that's going to do rockets or one company that's going to take passengers to space. All right. So pulling that down there, guys, as the last pick there, GNPK going through there. If you guys want to see all these, definitely check out that long term show. I'll put it in the chat here. But yep. And for Jimmy out there, gave you a little tip there. Just put it on 0.75. You'll hear Chris in normal speed. I got a tip for you there. Don't worry, Jimmy. I'll think of you even though, you know, a lot of the viewers, what they want is the speed and aspect of it and get the value out of it. And so what we really want to show you guys is that if you continuously watch our shows, you're going to be able to hear this information and not just, you know, our information, but, you know, we do so many interviews with these SPACs. So definitely stick with with us hit that subscribe down below that's really where you guys are going to be able to stick with us hit the bell so you get notified each time we go live and anything else you want to leave off with chris no you know uh, real quick my my long-term picks you know DraftKings starting to pick up momentum again you know this is a long-term play but i think this could be a short-term winner too with new states um you know pushing to legalize and DraftKings is a winner in, in those states um, a couple of my honorable mentions have started to run CCIV again with Lucid and IPOE. Keep an eye on. I did go long some calls of IPOE merging with SoFi. This was one I talked about a couple days ago, and then it was on that honorable mention for long term picks. So uh, if you're not following IPOE, keep that one on watch. And, and Mitch, again, uh, everyone entered the contest. Don't miss out on your chance for Benzinga swag. 
And, and Mitch, we did not give them the uh, the keyword to get that extra what set of five entries. So the keyword is Derby, as in Kentucky Derby. Go ahead and type that in. Get your extra entries so you can win that Bensinga swag. We'll be back tomorrow. We do have an interview tomorrow and then also maybe some new picks and some new ideas. I did start um, a new way of buying options, uh, some of these SPACs, as another way to manage risk-reward. So um, stay tuned. Yep, definitely, guys. So hit hit that link in the chat to join the giveaway, and you'll get those extra entries with the secret code. Put it as a banner right now. And like I said, guys, shh. Don't give out the secret. Give yourself the best chance of winning, you know, and, and, and definitely, definitely, guys, hit that derby. Hit that derby. I put the link here in the chat here for you guys. I don't know why I put it in Chris and I's chat, but oh, well, I'll give myself a thumbs up. And like like we always do, guys, we'll stick around with the SPACs. I know there's some people out there that think that we shouldn't be talking about SPACs, but guess what? Let those people think what they want to think. We'll still be here. Chris and I will still be battling for that long-term investment approach in SPACs. And that's one thing that we definitely have stated. It's no longer a just a, a, a kind of just you just buy and sell and, and make 40-50%. That has gone away. Now it's time to really focus and look for those investment opportunities in the SPAC game. And if you think out there that SPACs will not get to that level, guess what? I will see you in two to three years because some of these companies could very much become the next Amazon. Well said. I'll see you guys next time. Thanks, everyone. 100th episode. Thank you, guys. 100, baby.